Hello, I'm Kevin DeCristofano. I'm Sean Flanagan. I'm here at the beginning. <laughs> and we are the Ninja Turtle Nerds, your weekly podcast reviewing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics one issue at a time. We're talking today about issue number 16, which came out in July of 1988. So one month before issue 15, which we talked about last episode. A little bit of a scheduling thing there. Oh, really? Order. Huh, I didn't know that. So it's 32 pages again, so that seems to be, they're usually between 32 and 37, written and illustrated by Mark Martin, with letters by Steve Levine, always Steve on those letters. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, so uh, this begins the the age of the guest, uh, the guest artist, which is interrupted once or twice but there's like a, a full like four or five issues in a row here that are all done by like guest people uh, and the name of the story is a teenage mutant ninja turtle story aren't they all how original <laughs> <laughs> now this mark was picked by kevin eastman right to i do think so a story yeah okay and uh yeah let's get into the cover i don't understand the cover can you this is what I get out of the cover. It looks like the turtles are shoving the reader into the sewer. <laughs> Why? Oh, I don't know. I think know. I got it now. <laughs> I think I just got it, that those are the hands coming out of the time machine, kind of opening the tent. Okay. All right. <laughs> but it's it's just a very generic... <laughs> We've got three turtles standing in like a triangle of, and the rest is blackness. Is basically, if you're not looking at it, look at our Instagram and Twitter at TMNT Nerds, and you can see it there. Michelangelo up front, looking like he's going to strangle you with his nunchucks. Uh, that's yeah. not how they're used. <laughs> and <Wow>. Raphael has <laughs> a slingshot instead of his his sigh. I'm assuming that's Raphael because. The others have their traditional weapons, but Leo's sword is not his normal sword. It's, it's definitely probably the weakest cover so far. It's almost like they're like, hey, do we have any art lying around? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> so the fact that this issue starts with a little girl saying, let me tell you a story. That makes me wonder if this might have been intended to be a Tales of the TMNT issue because all of those start that way. It's, I'm it's, wondering the same thing because I read this issue three times and I'm still not 100% sure what happens in it. So it is the first non-canon story we've done on the show. So I don't know if that's okay. because it's so confusing, but... The TMNT, I mean, when I say canon, the Ninja Turtle franchise never kind of just ignores a story's existence as long as it was like officially released. They always, what they do is they always just say it took place in like another universe. So in the 2009 film Turtles Forever, this was shown as a separate dimension from the original Mirage TMNT universe. Uh, okay. You can see it when, um, when Shredder's showing the 2003 main character turtles um, and the 1987 turtles, he's showing them the multiverse and you can, you can see it on one of the screens as a separate one from the Mirage universe. And it's actually part of a trilogy. Um, the other two 
parts are we're gonna read are I think issue twenty and twenty one, so they're down the line. Okay. And because not, the turtles themselves, it, that that's where I was torn. Like I like the art, but the story makes my head hurt. But the <laughs> turtles themselves seem like they're almost a riff on that original drawing Eastman and Laird did when they came up with the idea. Mm. This this issue to me was like, kind of like Charles Schultz does Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it has a very Peanuts vibe to it. Um, the turtles seem to be like smaller. Yeah, and I also I was wondering if that girl was like something a cameo from another comic, but nope. I wonder if they wanted to do a time travel story, why they didn't use Renee. I feel like Renee in this would have just been good as a, oh, you're not the turtles from the dimension I'm looking for. And then I would have been like, oh, okay. Because, again, I read this three times and I'm like, kind of like the art. It's got like a Sunday comics invading the Ninja Turtles vibe. And then Mm -hmm. there are entire sections of this story where I feel like you're missing seven panels every other panel and I don't know what's going on. (laughs) All right, I'll try to walk us through the story here. Um, oh so we, boy, good luck. We start off, <laughs> we start off with a little girl saying, "Let me tell you a story." Like I said, I think that means it was originally a tales uh, book, and because they were taking too long with issue fifteen, they. But that doesn't make any sense either, because then they could have just numbered this fifteen. I don't know why they're numbered wrong if they came out in the wrong. Anyway. Um, so she explains she has a time machine and that she has to um, thank the turtles for their help. But the time machine only has about two hours before it relocates. So then we go to the turtles and we see an old lady has her purse stolen. And the thief like basically almost bumps into, um, I think it's Michelangelo. And he basically, he, he the thief gets freaked out from seeing giant turtles and he runs away. And then Mikey, I forgot to say, so this old woman had a dog. (laughs) A lot going on already. The dog chased the thief, too, and Mikey gives the purse to the dog, and the dog returns the purse to the old lady. Then a time machine appears. So that was just kind of to be like, here's the turtles in an adventure already in progress, I guess. So the time machine appears in the alley, and the, the girl jumps out, and she jumps like right into Leo. Um, before giving her, giving us that old time travel classic, you don't know who I, oh, you don't know who I am yet, do you? Which Renee also does on another turtle adventure. Uh, so again, they could have used Renee. So the, the girl says that she came back to thank them just as the time machine is beginning to kind of act up and she hugs each turtle and gets back in, into the box and it takes off and, and moments later, a new box lands. And, like, they hear a voice inside the box. It says, ouch. So the box opens up and a head pokes out. And it's, like, this mutant alien thing. And everyone screams. And it's, like, a really cool panel of everyone screaming. And the time machine tells her, the the time traveler, the time machine doesn't talk. The time traveler (laughs) tells um, her story to the turtles. Um, Basically, her father was working on an intelligence a soda that had an intelligence boosterizer, not just a booster, a boosterizer formula. 
He was worried about the use of dangerous chemicals and radiation and stuff. But then his co-workers like, hey, they're going to give us a raise next week. And he's like, oh, never mind that then. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the time traveler explains that um, while she was in the mother's womb, she because this guy's married, she began to hear she began to hear her parents thoughts. And uh, she was understanding the world better than she should have been able to as a, a fetus. Which you would think would be terrifying, but <laughs> apparently they're pretty okay with it. Somehow with no light and no way of seeing the world uh, inside the womb, she determines that she's a misfit and going to be born a mutant. And once she's born, uh, she knew that people were going to be frightened of her. So when she is born, she just like hightails it out of there, runs away. She she goes and she sets up her own secret lab. Are you guys following so far? <laughs> she builds a time machine in this lab that would allow her to travel back in time and convince her father not to take the job that exposed him to the chemicals and radiation that, that caused this to happen to her. So the time traveler asks the turtles to help her on the mission. And they basically chase the girl to a house. The, the turtles barge in and, and pose as employees of the soda company. <laughs> and basically they convince the dad not to take the job. They should have just said, this is what happens to people at work there. Look at us. <laughs> we got shells for God's sake. Um, <laughs> So they, they, they go back to the time machine and um, they're greeted by the time traveler again, who now looks like a mix of the little girl and the mutant. And she like says goodbye to the turtles, climbs back in the, the box. And we see the little girl getting some soda out of the refrigerator. She remembers that she has a test tomorrow and she has to study because we, we need to introduce that on the last page. And... <laughs> So apparently all went well with the time machine scheme because she eventually reverted back into being a normal girl. And then classic time loop style, the issue ends with her saying, let me tell you a story. And then you just go back to page one and read into infinity. Um, so that's that's how I would summarize the events. Um, that's pretty concise, I have to say, because again, three times. I mean, there's a lot of weird moments in this issue. Like, the art style really? changes constantly. <laughs> um, because yeah, her parents go from, like, American Gothic series painting to, like, looking like children. Because <laughs> on the first page, we mentioned how it looked like a Peanuts uh, comic strip. And then she gets in the time machine. And then by, like, the third page, this this guy who's stealing the purse looks like he's out of like a walking dead comic book. And then that's because he's a dope head. And then you've got the, the and then you've got a third art style right away. <laughs> you've got a third art style right away where they, they reference the first issue of Ninja Turtles by kind of redoing that, the, the mm -hmm. cover um, as a frame. And it's just all over the place. Like you said, you got the American Gothic, you got like weird aliens. It's so crazy. I mean, it's not in a bad way. I kind of like, I kind of liked it. I, I agree with you guys that the story was confusing. I had to That's read the thing. it. I like the art, but at the same time, like it, it, if you're going to write a Monty Python, dear sir, your last issue, like letter, 
wouldn't it be this one? <laughs> like the one where even the turtles don't know what's going on. <laughs> so. I think it's a result of the indie comic like boom at the yeah, time, yeah. and like they were. You know, they're working out of a living room and they're kind of and we already know they're on a, a time crunch because each of these issues is coming out like with no kind of set schedule. I mean, this one especially because it came out before the issue before it. But a Can lot of this guest era is like that where I feel like I think it's Peter Leard especially just kind of believes in like encouraging um, like new artists and new new talent because um because they do this whole guest era where a bunch of people do these like self-contained turtle stories and they're all completely different almost none of them are canon and it's just like they let they gave them the keys to the castle and let them go wild and can you imagine any major publisher doing that where they're like <laughs> it kind of reminds me of what dc did with on the black label um what was that Joker oh, story yeah. we did for the last podcast? White Knight. Um, White Knight. Yeah. So they they gave him a little bit of liberty, but I'm sure they had notes for him. Whereas but I'm sure he didn't <laughs> turn in pages where it's like, wait a minute. what? Why yeah. the hell does Harley Quinn look like Lucy from the Peanuts in this panel? <laughs> and then this next panel, Gordon and Barbara look like the Oblongs as American Gothic. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get this next panel, and it's Batmite, and then you're back to normal art. <laughs> it's it's such an interesting piece of Turtles history, this this issue. Um, and a few of the, I, I mean, this is what you're in for, Sean. A lot of the guest era ends up being like weirdness like this, and, um, well, and then like I said, Kevin and I, Peter finally take the, the book back around issue like 30-something, 30 33, I it, think. It's certainly not dull, and it it has one of the most depressing panels I've seen in a book where she's in her lab and she's doing surveillance on her parents. And it's just like how awful their lives are. I like the one where the mom was feeding her at the table and it's With like a spoon? she's got a spoon on like tied to this like long stick. She's trying yeah. to feed her with that kind of like that's a Dr. Seuss panel. So add that to the list of styles. Yeah, it to me it it looks like two different things. Like it looks like it could be two husky dogs. I don't know why, and then I don't know what else. Yeah, like I don't know. It was very weird. It's either it's either an ink blot or my parents arguing. <laughs> And then on the next then page, the, uh, the the alien girls or the mutant girl is in the trench coat, which we know in the Turtles universe is the ultimate disguise. <laughs> so the like I said, this issue in the version I've read of it, it's it's got an ad for Commandosaurus. It has one panel. I, I, I'm guessing previewing Leatherhead showing up. Um, they also, yeah, because that he's going to be Leatherhead's first appearance is in um, Tales of the Ninja Turtles number six, which came out okay. uh, the same month as this, which I'm proud then of you myself have an, for knowing off the top of my head. You have an <laughs> ad for another book called Melting Plot, Melting Pot. You have an ad mm -hmm. for the toy line, so the cartoon. Uh, that's going what strong. I wanted to. That's what I wanted to get to. Is they're starting to advertise the toy line. I think the first ad for it 
was um, two or three issues ago, but it is pretty recent that they're advertising that. Oh, those were awesome. <laughs> and I then now, now the it makes sense crouch. to me. No. And the foot soldier <laughs> crouch it annoyed me. He's doing he's doing invisible marionettes. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> And then the last thing it advertises now makes sense to me is issue 15. I didn't know why it was advertising the issue before it. Now I know. I don't think these turtles are the final mold they went with. I could be wrong, but Sean, did did they look more like their faces are more pointy to you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm wondering I, if they're one of the prototypes. I think it's funny but, that the toy company always complained, "Oh, we didn't know what to do with April." Yet they they did literally everything with the turtles, like they like like they had them playing basketball, they had them going in outer space, they had them working on a farm. It's like you really couldn't have done this any of this with April, like you couldn't have <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I gave her a pitchfork. Shut up, Stu. It'll never work. <laughs> so, yeah, I think but, that's all yeah, the I notes mean, I have for this issue. Did you, you guys so have any? So, it's the weakest issue we've done, but it I is. still liked it. So, now I'm really curious how off the rails some of this is going to get. But At one point, they mentioned Carl Sagan, um, which yes, I just they did. had a note. He was an astrophysicist, if you're not familiar. And they also mentioned Alan Moore in the same sentence. We all know who he is. Um, Angry Hermit writes comics. Leonardo and Donatello kind of swap personalities at one point. I wrote down when um, Leo is telling Donatello, hey, it's time travel. We should tread lightly with time travel. Um, and that seemed like a role reversal there. Felt like that should have been the other way around. The only part in this issue that made me feel like it was supposed to be the same turtles is when the time travel's happening, and they're like, oh, I hate this part. Because they have time travel already at this point. So They're barely in this issue, though. Like, it's so weird. It's like, a it's Ninja a, Turtle story, it's com- okay? <laughs> so we're going to post a lot of images from this weird issue. Um, on oh, our yes, socials. we are. So if you want to if you want to see that stuff, our Twitter is at TMNT nerds. Our Instagram is at TMNT nerds. And if you want to email us, we are TMNT nerds at gmail.com. People don't really write emails anymore, but it's there. Um, And if you want to support the show, help us, you know, with uh, with things like our website or like uh, buying new equipment or just the time that we put into editing and recording these episodes. Uh, you can donate to our Patreon at the Ninja Turtle Nerds on Patreon. So type in the Ninja Turtle Nerds, you'll find us, and we'll be there. We're going to have um, exclusive episodes for our Patreon donors soon. Um, uh, our main focus right now is bringing you the 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 main show. Um, and, and then when we feel like we've got enough of those episodes in the can, so to speak, we'll start recording those. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe. So there's all the plugs I have at the end there. Thank you guys for listening. And we will be back next week with issue number 17. So, wow, we're already on 17 issues. So it's flying by. by fast. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you then.